Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Stay at Full Motherhood. It's Joe here. How are you? Wait, I already know the answer to that question. You are excited to be embracing your identity as a good mum and to discover all the ways that everything you could ever need to create the life you truly want is here within you and available to you right now. Okay, so I know that this may not feel quite true to you as you're listening to this. You might instead be thinking, I don't even know what I want. I'm totally lost in motherhood. I'm failing in so many ways and just trying to get through the day with these kids is enough. But here's how I know that that's not enough for you because you're listening to this podcast. And I'm so grateful to have you here and to be able to share with you my absolute conviction that there is a part of you, however small, that wants more for yourself alongside your motherhood, because that's what I wanted too. And I know why I wanted it. Contrary to very popular belief, women's brains do not turn to mush when they become mothers. This whole expectation of mom brain, which we've all used this term to laugh off our own perceived failings at one point or another, is not scientifically proven at all. There may sometimes be a small memory deficit after giving birth, but the focus on this is a huge distraction from all the faculties we actually gain when we become mums. We're out there adapting so lightning fast to the needs of first a newborn, when we quickly learn the behaviours necessary to keep our baby alive, and then to each new developmental stage that our kids go through. And we, we respond to it all whilst also regulating our own nervous systems. And we do this over and over again. That is motherhood. So as I see it, we have these brilliant mum brains. And I believe that deep down, we know it. No matter what we're saying to other people in, in a society where developing your mushy mum brain is seen as a rite of passage. When you're a mum, there's nothing you can't do and you absolutely are capable of creating whatever it is you want for yourself. And that, in my eyes, also includes sharing your brilliant mum brain with the world because I, for one, really want to hear what you have to say. But we won't ever feel capable of creating our more alongside our motherhood as long as we're telling ourselves that we're not yet good enough. And we all do this. We are not yet the good mum we dreamed we would be when we decided to have kids. We are no longer the good partners we might have thought we were before the kids came along. We're not even good at being ourselves. We feel lost and disconnected and we believe that we're failing. But we tell ourselves that this will all change once the kids are in school. Or if not then, then certainly when they leave school. Well, in this space, we're no longer waiting for one day when. I can promise you that things won't be any different when all your kids are sleeping through the night or when they grow out of being fussy eaters or when your partner gets that new job or when you move. Trust me, I know we've moved three times in the last six years. The only thing that will change anything for you is you deciding and it is a decision you get to make that you are a good mum based on your definition of what good means to you. It really is that simple, but it definitely is not easy because as humans, we tend to think that there's something wrong with us and that there's always something that needs fixing. 
And we'll do it as soon as we figure out exactly what that thing is. But there never has been anything wrong with you. There's no need at all for you to keep looking for something that's not there. And it takes real work and a commitment to learning to love and accept yourself as you are and a determination to keep coming back to the belief you've chosen for yourself that you are a good mum. Because really, what's the alternative? If you're not choosing this belief for yourself, then you are choosing the belief that you're a bad mum or at least a not good enough mum. And this will only ever result in you finding all the evidence that this is true for you and creating more of this lived experience for yourself, where you're stuck endlessly striving to do better and be better to become good. So this work also requires the stamina to tolerate all the fails you inevitably face in motherhood without making them mean anything about you other than that you're human as you begin to see that failure is not and never has been a bad thing. As your littlest kids already know, failing is how we learn and learning is fun. In fact, this whole process can be fun and I know you can do this just as I'm doing it too. So I want to share a little bit of my story here. Back in early 2020, I'd been a stay-at-home mum for seven years and I felt I still hadn't figured it out. I hadn't figured out meal planning or cleaning schedules or an effective bedtime routine or connecting to my kids for the recommended 10 minutes twice a day or any sort of self-care. I have three daughters and a pilot husband and family living on the opposite side of the world. And the story I was constantly telling myself was that I simply didn't have enough time for everything I had to do and everything I had to be to everyone else. But all that time, in amongst all the overwhelm, there was a part of me that really wanted to start a blog because I'd always loved to write. And I know that a small part of me also believed that I could have a blog because why else would this desire have been in me in the first place? And then one evening, I was half listening to the latest news on the TV and I was suddenly stopped in my tracks by the sounds of the song On My Own from Les Miserables playing in the background of a segment about the closure of London's West End. I immediately shouted, turn it up, over to my husband. And I began singing along at the top of my lungs, easily remembering the lyrics from endless hours spent playing that soundtrack on repeat over 20 years ago. And I just got louder and louder, even as my daughters were shouting, Mom, stop! And by the time I got to the end of the song, I was just breathless and filled with so much joy. And it honestly felt so alien to me. That exhilaration was just wasn't a familiar feeling at all. And I realised later that evening that I'd spent most of the last seven years living completely in my head, battling my to-do list and everything I'd not done and everything I was not and very little time at all being in my body where I had the opportunity to feel right in who I am just by being me. So I took this and I ran with it. I started playing music I loved at home for a few minutes every single day and singing along and dancing to it, which was something I'd always loved doing as a kid and had also loved doing in bars and clubs and in dance workout classes as an adult before I had kids. And I saw in the way I felt in my body and the look of awe on my daughter's faces as they watched me and then eventually joined in the dancing too that I was capable of doing something very right. And that was being me and loving doing what truly lights me up. And that it was this that enabled me to truly connect with my girls and actually be the good mum I was always striving to be. And in doing this, I shifted something in me. I suddenly saw no reason at all to not have the blog I'd always wanted, even as I was telling myself that I had no clue on earth I'd write about. 
I just knew in that moment that I was capable of figuring it out if I was just willing to sit down and start. And as it turns out, as I've discovered over and over again since then, being willing to start is actually all you ever need. The rest, I believe, is a kind of magic that we as mums already know so well. Just as your child grows and develops in front of your very eyes, you will too when you allow yourself to let go a little bit of the need to grip and to control. So now here we are. Three years later, I'm a certified life coach helping mums like me and like you recognise your desires and to go bravely ahead and create exactly what you want for yourself. Not by adding more to your plate and doing more of the things you don't like, but by intentionally choosing to do more of the things you love, of following what feels good to you in your body and trusting that what you experience as good is exactly what's meant for you. And you can have this trust without any evidence at all that this is true, just as you once trusted that you would be a good mum when you decided to try for a baby in the first place. And that is exactly what you are and you will see it once you give yourself permission to take everyone else's expectations for your motherhood out of the picture so that you can finally clearly see your own and start to live by them. We all feel stuck at times in busyness and overwhelm and lack of clarity about what we want for our lives. This is nothing new or unusual and it's going to come up for us over and over again throughout our whole lives. But I want you to remember that this only ever comes from you trying to prove something to yourself by fulfilling the expectations of someone else. What we're going to learn to do on this podcast is to find the thoughts that truly come from you and who you are and to quieten the voices of the people around you and our society and your teachers and movies and TV and anywhere else you can think of so that you can remember who you are and live the life you want as your fullest, most favourite version of you. One way I like to do this is to ask myself with every decision I make in my parenting because that's also what motherhood is, making decision after decision on behalf of yourself and your kid and your family, what you, what would I decide if I truly believe no one else was watching and no one would have an opinion on any of it, even if they were? Because honestly, I now believe this to be absolutely true. Other people are way less interested in you and your parenting than perhaps their comments or your perception of them would have you believe. People are generally very much focused on their own lives, even those who like to offer their opinion wherever they can. That's the nature of humans after all. So I am so grateful to you for your openness to these ideas and for your bravery in being willing to do this work. I know this to be true of you because you were likewise brave and open to motherhood before you became a mum. As I heard so beautifully put by Hannah Napier-Rosenberg this week, you were willing to break yourself down to grow something new. So please join me again next week when we'll start diving into my process for finding your full freedom as a stay-at-home mum, one decision at a time. And in the meantime, please visit me over on Instagram at joyfulfull.mama, M-A-M-A. Bye-bye.